1: a dumb thing to have a really strong opinion about. It's
0: important.
1: It seems like that's kind of your brand, it's having really strong opinions about dumb things. Hey, but
0: you know what? They're right opinions. I if don't you, know. If you like te- your text messages popping up on your computer, that's gross. Like, How is just, that gross? It's gross. The, your worlds should be separated. Your computer world and your te- and your phone but world. But then
1: I don't have to pick up my phone and I'm at my computer. I see, oh, a text came in. Let me respond to it. I'm on the computer. It's right Ooh, at the same no, time. I hate it. Well, this sounds like a personal thing. I told you, thing. first
0: thing I do when I, like, redo my computer, reboot my computer, it, my texts always pop up, and I'm like, how do I get rid of this? And I always forget, so I have to, like, Google, it oh in, like, an and oh my god, figure it out, and I'm just like, oh, I wish I had someone to help me. Well, it's too bad you don't. But I got rid- it's gone. It's gone for now. Right. Until I get a new computer, which I need to get. Oh, yeah. Is it time? It might be time. It's not, like, dying right yeah. now, but, like- it's yeah. been a long time. I mean, when when did you get that computer? I got this computer end of 2012. Wow. Yeah. That's a long time. Which I thought I had my one computer for long, which I got that in the uh, middle of 2006 right. uh, until end of 2012. And I was like, oh, I've had this computer forever. But like, no, computers last. That's time. the one thing. If you get a good computer, it like,
1: lasts for a long time. Even though when you're buying a new computer, it's like, really? This is how much this costs. When you're buying a Mac? Oh, I got mine for Christmas. Oh, my oh. God, you bitch. <laughs> well, are you going to get this new one for Christmas? <laughs> No. You have to be a grown up you and are. buy it myself. How Sucks. much do computers
0: cost? Like 50 bucks? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Look online, darling. Go to Apple.com, see if Tim Cook accepts 50 bucks for your Macbook <laughs> Don't think so. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the 2K Mats podcast. It's Matt Palmer. And it's
0: Matt Steele. And we're back again for another week. I know, it's a hot one. Oh my it's God. It's hot week. And it's also like. Did we need this? No, like, we didn't need I this. I feel like this came out of
1: nowhere. I realize it's the summertime. I realized it's August in LA, LA but I... I feel like I was not given
0: enough warning that I was going to be no, this No, because hot. this entire summer has been cold. Like, it's been, yeah. like, 70 degrees, yes. like, every day, like, June and July. Totally. And, like, um, like in LA, the heat wave usually comes in, like, August, September, Um, which I feel like August is, like, a general month for, like, a heat wave yes, anywhere in, I like, America. That. But, like, it got so suddenly hot. And when I, I tell you yesterday, I woke up and I was just like, I have coronavirus. That's the- I was like, <laughs> I have a pounding headache I and I'm about to die. I know. I just just felt so horrible all yesterday and because I had such a bad headache I like mm. felt like nauseous like a little bit not like too much but like a and little bit you're
1: sitting right next to me with this I, by the you know,
0: way <laughs> and, so, and so I was just like okay I'm, last night I was like okay I'm gonna go to bed early and I put like a fan in between my legs oh I, my I held that fan with my legs as I slept I woke up at 6 45 in the morning I saw that tweet feeling incredible well great like I was like oh my god, I should sleep with a fan between my
1: legs more often I guess that's your new thing I definitely also thought I had coronavirus because it was like am I breaking out into a sweat am I hot right now I have coronavirus it's a fever yes exactly <laughs> I just but I guess that is where our minds go now in 2020 if ever you're feeling at all unpleasant it's COVID you
0: want to know what's funny though what? we now have this new apartment with like air conditioning yes. I did not think to turn it on <laughs> Because I'm so used to it not being a part We're of our lives. I used to like, just like,
1: oh, we just have to suffer through this, get your fan. And I guess that's still the situation in our actual rooms. But I did turn the air conditioner on while I was watching Potomac tonight. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's a little cold. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to turn this on. So, you know, I'm, I'm very much a Goldilocks in many scenarios. And like, my temperature is <laughs> one of those scenarios. <laughs> and I just, I did. I mean, am I wearing a tank top and sweatshorts? Yes. But like, it's, it's time. It's quarantine. But I
0: it got cold really quickly. I turned it on and I was like, this is really powerful. Yeah, that's what happens when I'm in a car. Mm. I like turn the air Con on and I'm like for 30 seconds I'm like, okay, that's enough. And, exactly. I it, and, I, and I turn it off and then I'm like, okay, now I'm hot. And I turn I know. it back on. It's that's, really hard. It's
1: hard being comfortable or trying to be comfortable. I know.
0: How was your week besides being hot? Besides being hot, I think it was pretty good.
1: I had a bit of a car snafu. Um yes. and it wasn't even really a snafu. Like I just was having issues like my door was kind of coming off. <laughs> like the plastic part of the door was coming off with the metal part of the door. Oh, and when you were like, describing
0: this to me, I was like, "His whole door is no." Coming off. Okay. Whole,
1: it was like coming off from itself, and so I was like, "Well, that doesn't seem good." Yeah. Let me go take this in. And they, the first time I went there, and the guy, this guy Rich, shout out to Rich, hey sure Rich, listening, uh, he literally just like banged my door back together, and uh-huh. I was like, "Okay." I wouldn't have thought to do this because it's like I don't think this is safe, but like it's been great ever since. <laughs> I mean, I
0: wouldn't call it like unsafe.
1: I mean, to just bang a door—I don't know. I
0: just like, you I mean, don't you know mean like cars. safe for the car, not like yes. safe to drive. No, go. safe for the car for him <laughs> okay. to just be
1: banging it and just be like, all right, I'm going to put it back in place by like banging your door.
0: Oh yeah, that's like like car people—they're just like, oh yeah, you just pop you it, just and it's do, like, ooh.
1: I know it's like I don't. It's know like popping like that. a bone. Like I know it's like, like it's like being a chiropractor. It's like I didn't go to school for this. Like good luck, but no one's paralyzed. Oh, I do my own crap. Well, I don't crack. I don't do it. Oh, I
0: crack all oh, over. I, ju- I, I am a cracker. cracker. Oh my God. He's a-, <laughs>
1: <Okay>. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> a cracker and a crack whore. You're yeah. both. I love that. For I'm you. used to
0: cracking though. My mom actually, she was like a secretary for a chiropractor oh. when I was like from like four to like seven. Yeah. So every day, like my dad would like pick her up from work or something or yeah. I would be there and uh, he would give me and my brother like free adjustments mm-hmm. and everything. So I was always very comfortable with the notion of cracking. Okay. And then I just learned how to like crack myself. Okay. Okay. You know, it's great. I love
1: that for you. It's not It's not my journey, but I think that's a great journey for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. And so then, okay, they were waiting for one screw to make sure that my door plasticness didn't go off, come off of the metalness again. And I swear, it was like, oh, we're waiting for this screw. It's $5. It's $5. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm excited to pay the five bucks. And they're like, we think we have it. And then they didn't call me back. I had to call them several times. And they're like, oh, we don't have it. It's coming in tomorrow. I had to call them three times. All three times, the people, and this is not Rich's fault. We love Rich. But you know, everyone Rich else at the many places fucking idiot and they like Mm. were like hey we'll call you back in five minutes no call we'll call you back in 30 minutes no call we'll call you back in an hour no call every time i had to follow up and call them and so then i have to go to the the dealership to pick up my car because i'm like i'm not leaving this over the weekend just so i can wait for a five dollar screw yeah and so i was gonna go get it and then i was gonna have matt Steele drive me but matt Steele Mm. was out and about not like out and about you know it's corona time but he might have been like I was at, in a park food, or something, I think, yeah, <laughs> yeah, something like that. And so then I was like, uh, and I tried to get a lift, and there were no lifts around. And I was mm. like, I guess I will walk the three miles to the mini dealership to pick my poor car up. And I was just so furious on the way. You know, it was hot, <laughs> and I hate walking, and so I was upset. And then I get a, an email twenty minutes before they close, being like, "Your car's ready." Oh fuck that! Like, you fucking. Bitches. Although I love a three-mile walk, you know I, I know, love, I love but a a an unplanned. Walk. Walk.
0: Unplanned. Sure, I, I
1: don't. I, I'm a planner. You know when things happen to me and it's unplanned and it's walking. So Those are two strikes for me. Okay, and it's three <laughs> strikes you're out. You know, if they didn't have my car ready, oh, my head would have turned around. And I was ready to like tell them off and be like, you didn't have this ready when I thought you would. No one ever called me back, and I came in there and <gasps> you said, were going to
0: turn into a Karen. I was
1: going to be a, a, a monster. And then this girl like saw me and was like, I really love your style, by the way. And I was like,
0: Oh, thank oh. you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this has been wonderful.
0: <laughs>
1: wow. wow. What were you wearing? It was just like a normal, like a cute little shorts jean with the rips moment. Has yeah, she like, never seen a homosexual Hey, I, the point is I looked great and she noticed. And uh, so I literally softened immediately after speaking to her. So she did her job very well. So.
0: Well, that's beautiful. How was your week? It was fine. I was just following the Big Brother feeds. I mean. Having a great time. And honestly,
1: I hate to admit this because I hate when we have to talk about Big Brother on this podcast, but... I love Janelle from yes. b-
0: the fourteen, I believe, is from what I fourteen, and that is her, the season where she was the biggest flop. It's and big Janelle, Big Brother six and seven is just the most iconic. But, thing but the thing planet.
1: is, I'm so invested in her that I look up like hashtag BB twenty to twenty two. No, to you see. Don't. I swear, I do. Are I you know serious? that Janelle just made a pact with Davon and yes, Day. Is that
0: real? Yes, are they serious? Yes, they're serious because of the uh, a big alliance that you think was going to be the power alliance yes. at the beginning of the season are they falling uh, is, apart? They're sort of starting to fall apart yes. and like rip at the seams and it's just so great. And then Janelle is just unbothered. Ah! Like Janelle is so, okay, those of you who don't watch, Janelle is a player who was on the show uh, in BB6, which was in 2005. Wild. So And then she was on BB7, which was the first All-Star season, which was in 2006. Mm. And then she was on Big Brother 14, which was in 2012 for a short stint. And she was it great. Was, it was, yes, but not <laughs> as great as like Big Brother 6 or I'm 7. I'm sure. But uh, so, and she's in six and seven, she was with Kaser, who was another contestant for right. both of those seasons. And just seeing the two of them together again yes. is just so wonderful. But the thing with Janelle now is she's older, she's a mother, she doesn't give a fuck, and she is just having a good time. And she is, because the thing that was so great about her in season six and seven was she was just like so mean. She was, yeah, she was so. Mean. But she
1: was so good at the competitions that like, we can't do anything. Yes, exactly. We literally can She was so
0: funny, but now she's like, I mean she's still like a little mean but like she's so warm right. and and just welcoming on the feeds and just so personable and which she what in like season 14 she was like not as personable yeah. but but <laughs> but uh she's just so just lovely on the feeds and I'm just like oh Janelle you are so c- and Like kind to the everyone The thing yeah.
1: is From what I'm reading online It's just like I feel like every Single tweet I read About Big Brother 22 Is about Janelle of, everyone yes, That's the is. only thing People are talking about Is Janelle And like everyone's Talking about how they hate her And she's awful And she's cunning And she's evil And she's running the house And just now She's finally getting Alliance members Outside of k the
0: The amazing thing is Everyone is screaming About how she's running The house And she's really not She's really not She's like She like uh, Nicole A Who was like The superstar From last season America's favorite And everything Janelle like Really is trying to like align with her and trying to save her. Why doesn't she? Why doesn't Nicole week. believe? Because Kevin's like poisoned. Yeah, her this mind. guy Kevin's just like telling her no. Janelle's evil. Don't don't oh believe in everything. Because she and Kase are running. Don't trust gays. And, and literally everyone is like Janelle has an army. Janelle has an army, and it's just like guys. Janelle has Kaser. Like that is literally it. <laughs> right. but it's so funny. But the thing is, they're all running around, and the way they're talking about her, like. Like Tyler, who like from Big Brother 20 is mm. just like Janelle's a dumbass. And, I like, love the shit. And I am feeling it's as if someone has insulted my mother. <laughs> like I want to run to CBS Radford in I Studio mean, City. Hop that's over right that across wall from my job. Them.
1: If I was Is that where the
0: house is? Uh CBS Radford, yeah. Oh, so then if I if it's right there. I was at work right now, yes. I would be literally a walk away from it Yes. I mean you can't really get there because it's like next to like a creek or whatever and you have to like No I'm by
1: the creek Like I'm literally on the same
0: side As CBS Radford On the same side Yes Uh, that's where we have our parties every year But that's the end like CBS Radford is like Right at the edge of the creek yeah, do, I, maybe I, you're I, just like a little south. Where it is at CBS Radford is like a, so. If I can, if I
1: can walk into CBS, I still have to go across a creek from within. Some, no, 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 not within CBS. Oh well, then
0: that's I'm. On oh the well, right you can't get place. into CBS.
1: Right? I can on our on our uh, frickin', uh party events
0: oh, over you, Christmas. Wait, we, the party we, is at yes. CBS. Oh, yes. hot. So well, it, I wish it was Christmas. I
1: know, but, same.
0: But yeah, so I'm just, I'm just like, I'm ready to fight someone. All but right. now, like, it seems like Janelle is sort of working her Finding way her way, thank goodness, because
1: I want good things for it's, her in that house, it's, honestly. It's
0: just so great, and the house is... It's it was really boring last week. Yeah, (laughs) but it's really fun uh, this week. I have to say because Memphis's hoh reign is oh oh Memphis. Okay,
1: I thought you were saying I don't know. I thought Kaser.
0: No, no, Kaser not hohs. Yeah, but but no, it's I'm I'm having a great time and just seeing and it's so interesting. Again, I've said this before, but it's so interesting seeing the generational dynamic, right? Because Janelle and Kaser, they're just like we're old and, and like Keisha and Memphis they're just like we're old like we're going back to our regular lives we don't care these kids they this is care. they are living for this because if they like last a long time here they know they will get more followers they know that's they so will get on sad. another reality show that's and like so all sad. this stuff and that's they're just not like, a life and they're just like god these gen zers are how do you just feel about like and whining
1: about everything because Keisha and I assume Nicole A is going so mm-hmm. are you sad that I don't know. I feel like those are people
0: you like. I love both of them, oh. I'm, so it's very sad. Yeah, but you know what? You're gonna do. Uh, it's the name of the game. The thing is, they're all like well liked. Yeah, or well, no, not they're not all, all liked <laughs> but like they're they're big players in the Big Brother sphere, right? In the Big Brother bubble, okay. so they'll they'll all be fine. It's right. not like. A uh, person who never really got a chance to play the game. Right. Like these are all people who like really have established.
1: This okay. Thing. So, anyways, be Kamala Harris. <laughs> <laughs> Kamala Harris. And speaking of good news, Janelle's doing great in the house, and Kamala Harris is about to be our fucking vice Yes, bitch.
0: Oh, uh,
1: I, I mean, it just had to be her. I was just like, it's yes. Kamala, right? It's I mean, Kamala, she's right? Been
0: the, she's been the front runner literally before the primary. People were like. A winning ticket is Biden Harris. I like, just, the winning ticket is Biden. So everyone was kind of predicting this, l- like back in early 2019. And like that's it, why so. I'm wondering why it took him so long
1: to announce it. I mean, I realize that this kind of worked in his favor. I feel like his approval ratings have gone up so much just by a not saying anything and like being out of the public eye. And like the like thought of who's it going to be, who's it going to be as far as the VP pick, and then him picking Kamala. It's like. Yeah, this is what we all wanted. Like, yes, and the thing is, there's no perfect candidate. I know that there are progressive people out there who are not Kamala fans. Kamala's a cop. I get it. I get it. (laughs) But it's like I feel like there are more things going around this election where it's like you've got to think of the election not as if you're dating. Like it's not like you're trying to find the one. You're just trying to get closer to what you want. Well, every time someone else is in office that's closer to what you want, start pushing them once they're in office.
0: Yes. Well, and also the thing is, there is no the one. There there is none. Like no one is going to be a perfect anything. You know, as you can say this and that and this and that about literally anyone, but you can also say this and that about the amazing things that they have done. Especially for
1: someone who's been in politics as long as Kamala Harris has been in politics. It's like to have a record that long, of course they're going to have done something that has now fallen out of favor or looks really bad. And so I get it. I get not everyone's excited about it. But guys, Versus what we have now.
0: Oh, my God. I, I am thrilled. I I <laughs> am over the moon. See, the thing is, like, I would be very happy with this, even if Donald Trump wasn't a monster in president. Yeah. Like, you know, I w- because these are two... Good, kind, caring, yes. accomplished people who know what the fuck they are doing. And it's doing. like,
1: literally, that's all we really want is yes. people that know what the fuck you they're doing. You want
0: compassionate people in the White House, like bare <sighs> minimum. Guys, please and that tr- is what they are. vote early and get, <laughs> make
1: sure you're registered.
0: and Buy some stamps. Buy some stamps because we have to
1: stand the fucking USPS because that's what 2020 is now. It's like it's only being propped up by stands. It's just, I don't know how we got here, but guys, mail in your vote. Vote early. Do what you can because this fucking monster in office is going to do his best to get the least number of people to the polls as possible. And you see those pictures of, like, the fucking mailboxes. I don't uh, understand it's it. Just like, I don't understand how. How is understand. this legal? How is this happening? I feel like there's some work being done to stop that. And I've heard that the USPS
0: is stopping yes. that. I know that Nancy Pelosi, I know that uh, Congress, uh, the house was on like a recess for a while. And yeah, Nancy Pelosi's like, like, emergency, we're coming yes, back. Because you, so, I mean, yeah,
1: now is not the time for a recess. And I realize it's the summer or whatever, but no, 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 no.
0: Yeah, no, it's so, a cruel cool summer as Taylor Swift. Exactly. <laughs> it is
1: the cruelest of all the summers. We so need to,
0: we need to get to work. Well, I'm excited to watch like all the DNC stuff that starts tomorrow. Oh, said, I didn't the 17th realize. to the 20th. All right, day? great. I'm ready for all the speeches. I'm ready to cry. I'm ready to be like, yes, we can. Whatever the slogan is. with The slogan I think is build better best. Not my favorite, but it works. (laughs) I get it. I love it. It's my favorite slogan now. It is.
1: Everything about this is perfect. and I can't wait to send in my vote one way or another. And I hope you all are registered and all doing so and all voting blue. If you're not voting blue, then you probably shouldn't listen to this podcast (laughs) because this isn't the place for you. But in other news, Mm -hmm. uh, Miley Cyrus. Has released a new song and video. And you say it's great. It is good. It is very good. Okay. And I think the song is great. And it's also very much true to life to, uh, about her. I feel like she's definitely in her interviews talking about, oh, the public or like the media has been in control of my narrative as it refers to my romantic entanglements over the past year. Cause you know, she ended her marriage with uh, Liam Hemsworth. I think she was dating a girl for a minute. And I think she and Cody Simpson were together for 10 months and just recently broke up. And the song feels like it very clearly and plainly talks about all of those. And yeah. it has a very good vibe. It's like an 80s throwback, kind of like um, a little bit of The Weekend Blinding Lights feel, which is very N. And I feel like it's the most... Um I don't know most radio friendly of the like because she's, she's kind of been tossing out singles here and there she brought an EP mm. earlier I believe this year but you never know what is time um, <laughs> but uh, I think the song is great I think the video is cool and I, I know that Matt Steele was turned off by the lips and the screen yes the very
0: big mouth it reminded me of yeah smoke pot <laughs> yeah some some and then spitting out the glitter but I promise it's not like that did you, have, did right. you watch the video did you hear the song yet no I haven't alright we'll sorry. give it a listen I, someone, I, someone tweeted me today and was like I'll react to it and I was like oh, Matt Palmer's are heard yeah he likes it a lot. it is good
1: though and i so. like it and I, I, I i'm rooting for miley and um it honestly just feels like she's like i was born to run i don't feel like she is in a place in her life to be in a serious romantic entanglement so i hope that she lives her life as freely as possible and feels like she's born to run and she can't be tamed and all of those things that she's been trying to tell us all these years
0: so. okay well Miley uh, has stuff to say, she has which is to why say. the bi- the picture is bunch of lips. I
1: mean, that's you know <laughs> she's got to open those lips and talk. Uh, so speaking of your <laughs> favorite film of uh-huh. all time, Cats. Mm-hmm. Jason Derulo thought Cats was going to change the world,
0: and it fucking did. Where's the problem? How it did, did it change it? the world? It um it was the last. Uh, great movie ever released ah! uh, Invisible Man was really good <laughs> and so was The Hunt but- and so was Sonic the Hedgehog Hello, I didn't was, see
1: her but- uh, it was great it was so fun um, so yeah Jason Derulo like, has this insane quote where he's talking about how even when he saw the trailer he thought it looked unbelievable like I know some people saw it and they were terrified but I got chills down my spine I thought it was going to change the world so Roger Ebert he is not <laughs> he is not a film critic I don't believe I'm sure he saw that premiere and was like this It's the film of a lifetime. Well, this is what what did Beyonce say? The the role of my life. the, The
0: role of my life. Or the film, of my life? film of my life, Dream Girls. They're which both I, she accurate. would never
1: say now. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was the film of Jennifer Hudson's life. But look, look, I agree with Jason DeRulo. Oh my god. I think
0: the man has taste. Oh my he the clearly taste does not jump. It out did not or pirouetted out or whatever he danced in Cats danced out. <laughs> do you own do you own the movie Cats? Did yes, of da- course <laughs> I bought that. Second it came
1: out. I didn't I mean it, it seems like there was a quick turnaround between the like theatrical release and the one you could purchase. I mean,
0: I mean, but everything has a quick turnaround. Now I mean, these days like, it's true. I mean,
1: and, if things and, even go to theater, I
0: remember like waiting months. Like I months, know, like. like nine months after something was in theater forever for I yeah, yeah. remember when
1: glitter came out and because I think it came out on a uh, DVD around my birthday and then the, mm-hmm. the it had come out in September of the year before and I was I felt like I was waiting so long I was like yeah. I want to see Billy Frank again I want to yeah. own the Billy Frank story
0: everyone wants to see Billy Frank again. I know when's glitter to happen I don't
1: know hopefully soon I mean we're gonna hear more about it I assume in Mariah's book coming
0: next month oh my not that many pages, but I,
1: no, it's more than we thought initially. Not that much. It is a lot more. It's like a hundred pages longer than we thought initially. It's, it's a perfect fit. I will. If you if I can't talk shit about cats, you certainly cannot talk shit about Mariah Carey's Fucking memoir. So how about you shut your fucking ass up because it's gonna be amazing.
0: Okay? It's, it's just a little short. Anyways. I'm just saying that I wish it was longer. Well, she's, she's ha- lived a life. She's gonna it's gonna be like her discography.
1: Every year i will be a new album. <laughs> new fucking memoir every year. <laughs> I can't wait. This is only the debut era. And so it's gonna come out with the emotions era. Um uh Clueless, there's gonna be a reboot uh-huh. on Peacock. Yes. Uh, and it, it switches from drama to comedy. It was gonna be a drama? <laughs> I don't believe this is happening. (laughs) I mean, no, it is actually. Like, it's already landed on Peacock. It's not like, oh, it's oh, it's landed. Yes, it's happening. (laughs) Oh,
0: I thought it was just like, uh, oh, this is being developed.
1: No, it was being developed in 2019, so it did take a long time for it to land. But it is landed at Peacock. So it is happening.
0: I missed that.
1: Yeah, I missed that train. I I mean, it it happened this week. I mean, cool.
0: I mean, another reboot. I mean, I know
1: it's like, do we need it? But no. And I honestly, I need to rewatch Clueless again because the last time I tried to watch it, I found it very boring.
0: Um, really I did I
1: think it's so slow
0: Really see so that's so interesting so because I was Never like huge on Clueless Right and t- I mean I was always like oh yeah Clueless is good yeah. but like I was never Like wow Clueless right? Um, In the same way when I first saw Mean Girls I was like oh, wow Mean exactly. Girls but then uh, In when I watched it Recently or not recently probably like Three years ago yeah. again and for the first Time in like a decade I was just like oh this is An Excellent. Movie. All right, like this is a beautifully crafted, beautifully like shot. Like I think I watched it written.
1: in college, maybe, and I was like, "Oh my god, let's get to it." So I mean, maybe I need to watch it again. I don't know, but uh, I'm excited because it's going to be focused on Dion, and that we love that character, even though we do not love whatever her name is. What is her name? Shirley? Uh, Stacey Dash. Stacey Dash. Yeah, no, she sucks. Um, when
0: she was just randomly on the Oscars when Chris Rock just I randomly know. brought her out. That was
1: a weird moment. That
0: was a that is like the definition of a joke that floss I know. Like,
1: I didn't mean. I still don't get it. Like, I, what, don't get it. Want I don't joke. get it. Like, I it don't was confusing. It. it was very confusing. But I also remember before she came out as like, you know, a conservative right-winger person, uh, she was just so known for being still very, very beautiful at her age. And it's like, don't you want that to be how people remember you? St. By St. your you looks? <laughs> well, just like, hey, you're beautiful still and like, I hope she gets more work. And now it's like, oh no, you're a monster. Good to know. <laughs> well, I'm
0: sure now she's like, people know me for my brains and oh. how I can think I mean, yeah, and I guess,
1: <laughs> I'm I sure that's know.
0: what she thinks.
1: Well, I'm glad she thinks something positive. And I guess this is the one that's still up in the air is the Fresh Prince reboot. That is in development. Okay. And that supposedly is going to be a drama. Why are we always
0: making these comedies dramas? I don't know. Like, what is the goal for that? I I don't need to see Fresh Prince as a
1: drama. And also, like, I feel like so many shows that I would classify as vaguely drama, like, insecure is, like, vaguely a drama. It's not, like, a comedy comedy. Mm. It still lands in comedy. So for it to be a drama... Yeah. In 2020, feels very serious, and I'm like,
0: I don't know that we need that. Honestly, like I'm tired of dramas. So like, <laughs> like I, I what's wrong with having a, a comedy? I know. Like, what's wrong with having a comedic show? Like, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Because the best part of great comedic shows is when you add like you know the, the little bit of drama exactly. in there. Like, that's exactly. what makes a smart show. to I know. Me. I, I don't know. I I don't think any, something is made better when it's just like turned into yeah, like a drama. Yeah, like we're
1: doing something dramatic. Yeah, no, I've never been a drama watcher, but you know, I, I hope this actually gets made. I would be interested in seeing this, I suppose. Uh, but I don't think it needs to be a drama because I mean, isn't life serious enough? I, we need, we're we going to need to laugh after this year. Oh my and God. Come on. Yeah. Give us something. Um, John Legend and Chrissy Teigen announced that they're having a third baby in their music video and I guess in John Legend's music video for Wild, which premiered last week. And that's really cool and exciting because if you read the story uh and i wasn't like terribly familiar with chris chrissy Teigen's like pregnancy journey journeys in the past but apparently she had ivf to have her two previous children mm-hmm. and uh you know basically has had fertility issues all her life and while she was trying with john and so she just didn't think that she was able to have kids naturally like without ivf or whatever mm-hmm. and uh she just woke up one day took a pregnancy test and was pregnant Oh oh And she was just like not really trying I was like, Oh, I guess this is a thing that I can do.
0: Yeah, I mean that happens a lot of times. Like sometimes like women's bodies just kinda like need like a little like right. starter. Like exactly. my- or
1: like maybe if you're not putting so much pressure on it. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, I feel
0: like that is something I've heard that happens. Like my uh my cousin, him and his wife like were they were trying to get married they were trying to get married. They, they were trying to have kids for like years yeah. and then uh she had in vitro and uh was pregnant with triplets wow. uh gave birth to them yeah and they were uh, they were very very premature mm. one of them died uh two months oh, later horrible. um and so they were just like okay we're a family of four mm. and yeah and it was obviously horrible and everything but like you know we have uh, you know, the two kids who are with us and we are yeah. so grateful and we are yeah. so thankful and we are so lucky and we don't need any more kids. Like we, we yeah, did it we did and it. everything. And, and she thought like, well, you know, I can't really, you know, I had such a hard time getting yeah. pregnant. And then literally nine years later, she just got pregnant. Wow. And now The whole pregnancy was perfectly fine. That's unbelievable. was just completely, Normal and now Hannah is like two. Wow, she's two. Yeah, and uh every and they're just like okay. We were and it's kind of nice because they were like oh we were always supposed to be like a family of five. Oh, like stop. isn't that nice? That's yeah, really sweet. Yeah. So well, we <laughs> love we love
1: Hannah. We love your cousin and we love Chrissy Teigen and I'm very happy for them and. Yeah, I don't know. I just wanted it was just some good news I'd like to share. That's great. Um and speaking of some more good news, Harry Styles topped the charts this week. Speaking of taking a while
0: to like get started. <laughs> Watermelon <laughs> Sugar's been out for a while I don't now. know. I
1: mean, it's been out for a little bit. I don't know if that video came out like that long.
0: I want to say it's been out for like 3 months. I mean,
1: yes, but I don't know. It's like it, I feel like it was a late in the game single for him. Like it was later on in his album cycle. Yeah. So, I feel like you're give, you're saying t- you're giving it a lot of like this took forever. And I don't I don't know if it took forever It just it didn't debut at number one it was a natural build on radio and streaming it feels like a very earned number
0: one i would say i would guess it's a very earned number one because he really like climbed his way up there but for someone as famous as he is it's his first number one single yeah but like as i would imagine it would get there sooner I don't know. I don't know. No, I mean, I, uh, this isn't like a negative thing I'm saying. I'm just like, oh, I I figured the song already peaked because it's, it's been out for so long, and then surprise, I wake up and then it's number one, which I, is you know it it uh, stole Cardigan's spot, so that's fine. Uh, I forgot all about Cardigan.
1: Um, I am excited for him. I feel like this is very much staking his claim as a very important solo act, not only in the UK, but internationally in the US. And I think I always thought this was the best song on the album. If you listen to our review, I say, Why isn't
0: Watermelon Sugar the single? And just so we know, I have the ear. We all can say it. <laughs> so, I mean, it was, it, to me, it felt like the obvious choice. Like this would be the hit off of. Right, which yeah. is why it's like, Why did we wait till single three?
1: But, you know, whatever the timing worked, it all worked out. And uh, we're happy for Harry and we're excited for Cardigan. Hardy B and Megan because apparently they're going to debut next week at number one. Of course they are. You look at like the points uh, and you see there's this guy named Simon Falk on um, Falk? I don't know how to say his last name. On Twitter and he makes like predictions on what's going to be on the Hot 100 and what it's going to look like in the following week and there are these points added up based on streaming and sales and YouTube videos and there's so many places that you can, you know, radio play. So many ways you can get these points but the way that these points are laid out is so amazing and that WAP has 795 points in this following song Rockstar who I don't even know who that song is by is that a Post Malone song like who's to say I
0: feel like it was years ago one song Rockstar was but there's a different different Rockstar All
1: right, well unless that
0: Rockstar is having a comeback Uh, who knows like good for Post Malone (laughs) then
1: (laughs) but no so it's looking at that number two is going to have 341 points
0: yeah that's a big point difference less
1: than half between the number one and number two I'm so excited like I just love that it's become such a cultural moment I don't even know
0: what these other songs are i know you look at them watermelon sugar i don't recognize anything else
1: um what's blinding Blinding lights is the weekend that's that 80s song that i was comparing uh the miley song to okay it's the weekend uh i don't know what's what's popping i don't know roses Roses, i think is a tiktok song savage love is a uh weird sample that jason derulo is singing on top of and it's like also kind of a tiktok song what looks like number 10 before um, you go before is go. Lewis Capaldi. Okay. It is hard when you don't have the, the names of the artists next to it. Yeah,
0: someone needs to rewrite this thing. I mean, Simon. I think
1: uh, he Simon's doing a good job. He has 3,000 likes on this. I'm just excited for WAP and excited for the song that people are still talking about. Like, I, I just love... When songs and or albums feel like cultural events. And I feel like WAP is
0: it. it. And especially to have like a cultural event song where everyone's talking about the song and the music video. Yes. Like during this time. is I know. It's very impressive.
1: And she came out this week and said that she spent like hundreds of thousands of dollars on getting everyone in the crew and in the video tested for COVID before shooting. And it's like good for you, Cardi. That's great. You know, dotting your I's, crossing your T's, being safe. You know, safety first. We love that. Um, lastly, just a note that I want to say um, Matt Steele probably won't have much to say about this, but my least favorite housewife of Potomac and possibly my least favorite real housewife, Candace Dillard. Ever? Uh, that's on currently. Alex McCord is up there. Oh.
0: <laughs> Poor there
1: Alex. Are, there are different reasons. Candace is just clearly the villain, but like I truly think that she's so incredibly vile that I, I hate her so much. Alex just makes me want to climb out of my skin. Alex is so awkward. This to is watch. rude. You're what? acting
0: like you are in high school, and while you're oh. in high school, she is in Brooklyn. <laughs> trying, trying to, to, survive to, survive in, this trying to in this economy. <laughs> oh, Alex. How's she doing in this economy? Oh, she's Alex.
1: in Australia, is what she's doing. Is she really? Yeah, they moved. When? Uh after they got um. They chose to leave with the show. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Candace is a monster. And um, last season on Potomac, she was the one that was making fun of the other woman for having a miscarriage, basically. and Oh. And was like, I don't believe you're really trying to get pregnant because you're drinking so much. So, what are we doing? Are we trying to get pregnant? Or trying to get drunk. And it's like Candace Shut the fuck up I don't know She just really gets Under my skin yes. um, She had a whole Fat phobic rant This week About a blogger Who doesn't like her Because they've seen the show And she's like Oh this person Just should drop dead And he probably will Because all the fat Around his heart And it's just like Ooh. Just a really vile <laughs> Nasty person And then over the, And she also And not to say That she was wrong In this feeling But she was like One of the people Leading the charge To get Stassi and uh, Kristen Fired from Vanderbump Rules When they did and Which was very valid You know Very good point there So you know a a broken clock is right uh twice a day so that's her uh but then it came out people were googling her tweets Uh. and 10 years ago she has found several um homophobic and transphobic tweets including queenie gay men irk me uh i'm personally turned off by men who are too into fashion it's a fine wine a fine line when you do too much i'm disgusted it makes me think
0: you're Gay. It makes me think, think gay. gay. I know I, it's like I love how like she's using r like the letter R. To, I know. it was A-R-E it was
1: 2010, but even sent. Um, Girl, you
0: are you are grown. Like, and she's not- so. And
1: then she like tweets this horrible apology with like pink lettering and all this outlining. It's like I apologize for anyone I've offended, but like I again was not on this platform at this point, and I was just a regular person who you know many of us as regular people say things that you know are not couth. and it's like that's That's not your that's really bad (laughs) because that's like oh that's just who you are deep down you're just a vile human being all across the board so
0: yeah not even saying like oh it was the past and i felt a certain way but now i've evolved she
1: kind of says that but it's definitely more like we've all said bad stuff Ooh, that's like Candace. That's, that's not great. Yeah. She also said she wouldn't come back on the show if um, the woman who, um, in fairness, assaults her later this season does, comes back. <laughs> but Monique's great and has a bird, <laughs> <laughs> and I want to see Monique and I don't want to see Candace. Um, so yeah, great. I hope this is her last season. I I, I realize she's going to get attacked or whatever. Or there's going to be an altercation, but I just don't imagine being on her side. I just don't like. She's just so. You never bleh.
0: know. People can surprise you. You can suddenly like.
1: I'm a very loyal person, so it's going to take a lot for me to like right. turn my back on Monique well, and go towards. I have campus. faith
0: that she can learn and she can grow. I'm excited for her to do that off <laughs> of the show. I'm change. excited for her
1: to get off the show and do all the learning and growing she'd like to do, that okay. I don't have to watch. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's it for news for idiots. We're going to take a quick break and be back with more Two Gay mats podcast. Mm-hmm. back. We are, it's true. And it's hot. It is it is hot. It's hot.
0: But we can't guys, we're sacrificing so much we can't have like a fan going that, because then the audio would be I know. horrible and we guys we want you guys to hear exactly the beautiful notes in our our our, our voice. Yes, the
1: different frequencies yes. that we're giving to you yes. through the mics. Yes,
0: yes. This, yes.
1: this is art guys. This is art and it's pop.
0: Oh <laughs> <laughs> remember uh, her? Oh, uh, I miss her. What a time. What an
1: album! Oh, no, it's cr- crazy. Pure insanity. I miss it. I
0: miss it when the insanity was like in the world's music and not in the world's, you know, yes. re- regular everyday. The world's politics Anyway, <laughs> this is uh email my heart. This is the section of the podcast where we answer any questions that you guys might have. You can be a part of email my heart if you email us at two gay at gmail.com two spell TWO. Uh so this question comes to us from Nina. Nina. Hi, Nina. The subject is thoughts to pen. (laughs) Uh, Wife Swap, Real Housewives edition. Hi, Matt's longtime YouTube subscriber and podcast listener here. Your podcast is the only thing that makes my Mondays tolerable. I'm an exclusively a Real Housewives of Atlanta stan. But after all the hype Matt Palmer has given it, I decided to pick back up with Real Housewives of Potomac. I'm so glad. It'll, by the way, It'll probably never happen. But I've started envisioning a Bravo special entitled Wife Swap Real Housewives Edition. It have Housewives from two of the locations trade places for one season which housewives would you like to see swapped on this hypothetical bravo Mm. special personally i would like to see giselle real housewives of potomac and uh uh, kenya
1: oh kenya
0: real Real housewives (laughs) of uh atlanta Atlanta. isn't there a kenya no
1: it's kenya
0: i thought there was a kenya no okay kenya yeah uh (laughs) trade places because i would like to watch giselle versus nini fight
1: I mean, I don't know if Nene's coming back to that show, so you might not be able to see that. (laughs) (laughs) Because apparently they're still in negotiations, which sounds like that's it. Because, I mean, they've been filming for weeks. Oh, but anyways, okay. Um, So if you like Potomac and Atlanta, uh, between the two of them, I would switch out maybe um, Monique and... um, Cynthia And uh, I would like to see Monique in Atlanta because I think Monique and, um, you know, Kenya would be an interesting duo to see how they work, see how how Candy would get along. Also, I feel like after the season, Monique's going to need a break because, you know, she does assault someone and then everyone stops talking to her. Yes, of course. Uh, And I would trade her with Cynthia because I find her boring. (laughs) And so and Atlanta needs a little bit more spice. And maybe Patona could. I don't know. Cause Robin's boring. Cause I was like, maybe someone could use a boring housewife, but Robin's also boring. It's hard. It's hard. It's a hard balance to walk.
0: I you know? don't watch the Housewives, but like, I am trading someone from the whitest of the white, like wimpiest Housewives, uh. Orange County, <laughs> to like <laughs> the toughest of the tough, either to like Atlanta or Jersey. Oh
1: god! Like
0: to see how like that would those Orange just, County just like I don't would know what that would. there.
1: I don't know what that would be. I mean. Yeah, I don't
0: know what that would look like. Because <laughs> <laughs> I imagine, are I mean, I've literally never watched Have Real Housewives of Orange County, but I'm right. kind of just like, oh, these ladies must be real lame. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're uh, the the lamest of
1: them have been fired. I haven't watched it. It's very religiously ever but I haven't watched it a lot in a while but um when I think of the show I think of Vicky Gunvalson who is the worst and so lame and also Tamara Barney and both of them just got fired so I don't even know what the show's gonna be next year okay. like what the vibes is gonna be but yeah I think that'd be intense <laughs> I think that would definitely be intense
0: you know I want intensity in my reality television right. so. or also maybe like Portia in
1: Beverly Hills cause she's so charming and, and also she could trade with Teddy cause Teddy's horrible and I never want to see her in any city but um Yeah, I'd love to see Portia and Garcelle team up as, like, the cool black ladies in Beverly Hills. It'd be really cool. And Portia's so amazing. Like, there's never been an arc on Real Housewives like Portia. Portia started literally thinking that the Underground Railroad was a real railroad. (gasps) (laughs) And her uh, grandfather was a civil rights leader. And she... (sighs) Has become so well versed in every, like in uh, all of the Black Lives Matter movement. She's been all over uh, social media promoting. She's been on local news stations like talking about it and like in the streets marching. She got arrested over Breonna Taylor and like oh, it's like Portia is it. Like I've never seen growth like that in a housewife ever. So I want Portia to be in every city.
0: Wow. <laughs> Truly a an
1: unbelievable journey. I love, I love that. I love, love it. her. I love a journey. She just got educated. She became a mom, and she found out was important in life. And I just am proud of her. It's weird to be proud of a reality star, but I am. <laughs> Who also assaulted someone? There's been that okay, many assaults, <laughs> but that was a while ago. And Kenya was asking for it.
0: Okay, so <laughs> when Kenya deserves it, then you know. I mean, sometimes Portia just she kind brought of a blow horn to the reunion and was like, "You
1: are a dumb hoe." <laughs> You need a megaphone? Oh, it's a megaphone, yeah. A blowhorn is like, brr. Uh, she brought that too.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm kind of Team Kenya, though. A-
1: Andy then uh, outlawed uh, props at reunions after <laughs> That's the <incredible>. <laughs>
0: That's Wait, so she assaulted her at the reunions? Yes. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I love that. Okay, so this question comes to us from Robbie. Robbie says, hi, Matt. This one is from Matt Palmer, since he seems like a big Janet fan. Oh, my queen. I've recently been getting into Janet Jackson's music and her live performances specifically. I've noticed that a lot of her live performances are very low quality. For example, I was watching the HBO special of the Velvet Rope Tour, and it looked like it was somebody's VHS recording. (laughs) We've seen artists remaster videos and performances like Mariah remastering her St. John the Divine concert and even MTV uploading HD videos of Britney's iconic VMA performances. Yes, You would think that since Janet is such a huge star and icon, her record label would want to give her the remastered treatment as well. If you have no idea like me, maybe we should start a movement to get Janet's performances remastered. I would like to see the Velvet Rope tour in HD, her 2000 VMAs, doesn't really matter performance. What about at fashion. Rock. Yes. That and, is a performance and all night. Don't stop at the beat at the BET awards. Mm. Anyways, I enjoy your podcast so much and have been listening to it every week since your debut podcast episode. Thank you so much for oh, the great thank content you. during this bleak
1: time. It is a bleak time. So um,
0: What do you have to say? Why, I think, why is her stuff grainy?
1: I think her stuff is grainy because with Mariah, she went back to Sony. So she's now back on her record label that she was on when she started. So they have all of that footage and want to promote this artist. And it's like, all right, you're like, legacy artist now we can make all your like your videos HD every week this MC 30 we're doing which I'll talk about later Uh, we can do that for you because you're we're back you're back with the label where you started if she was still at Island Def Jam or something they'd probably have less of an incentive to be like okay we want all of your legacy stuff to look great they'll probably be like fuck you we're not promoting your new music because it's not on our label Mm. so that's kind of my first thought but in fairness to Janet's label uh, I think for the anniversary of Control this year they did remaster the videos from Control and 4K or HD. I hope it was 4K because, come on, it's 2020. But, <laughs> remastered them and they look really good. So, there are some changes. But I do think her YouTube channel in general, like there's some videos that aren't even featured on there and you have to look on like bootleg sites. Like, I feel like mm. the video for If even is not on her if, official. If it's like
0: one of her biggest...
1: I don't get me started (laughs) but yes so I think there are videos that are definitely missing from her catalog she deserves the treatment I've spent her performances as well I mean especially stuff that she put out like on DVD like the Velvet Rope Tour was on DVD why not put that up on YouTube to rent because you can rent Mariah's uh, Fantasy at Madison Square Garden and like her Thanksgiving special from 93 all of that is just on because it's like ah we put this out why not just like throw it up on YouTube people can rent it you can like rent that yeah you can rent it can you like buy buy it yeah oh I know it's amazing I didn't know that that's great Oh, and she sounds great. Uh, But yeah, so I I agree. Janet deserves that. I feel like they're... Has been such a cultural underappreciation for Janet Jackson. And I, you know, I feel like I say this every week, but it's always true. And I feel like, I don't know, I feel like it's time that we give her the props and the flowers and recognize what a huge iconic artist she was in her time. Like 2004, be damned. She was everything. She is everything. And I hope that um, her former labels get it together. And as there's more anniversaries coming up for Rhythm Nation and Janet and all of that, that those videos get the same treatment. It'd be lovely to get those performances, but you never know.
0: I say we make "Made for Now" the watermelon sugar. Of <laughs> I mean, like the end of the year, where it takes a little while to what a peak. Video. <laughs> and I it mean, becomes number one. And that would have
1: taken a very long while, but I hey, I'm for it. Well,
0: all I want for Christmas is you took 25 years. Hey, it's worth one. every and second. It was worth it, so we can make "Made for Now" peak at number one. Uh, at like, what three years after two and a half? Two and a, two. was it 2019? It wasn't 2019, no. It was no. Like, it was 2018. I was think. it? I think it was a solid like 2018. Okay. Yeah. What a
1: video. Oh. I mean. I love it. Amazing. Amazing. We can do it. So yes, I mean at least that's in HD because it's gorgeous and um, lovely. So, all right. So, are you ready to go to our final part of the episode?
0: Sure. Oh, I sure. mean. It was Kamala, and we already ah! talked, and we already talked oh, about it. Oh, I'm sorry, it. you could have told me. I wouldn't it's have. It's fine. I she would, we, she needs to open the show. Yeah, she's she the, the star the of the sh- week. I mean, that was the biggest news. Yes, I mean, I was uh, w- I was working uh at the restaurant. I was like flying for them. Like I, there's like the some special we're trying to get them to like dine in our like outdoor seating area, mm, like okay. getting people to like dine in or dine quote in in quotes right. Um, and so we've just been like walking around the neighborhood, like putting like via like. Gift certificates in people's like mailboxes and stuff, and so I was doing this when the news dropped that Joe Biden picked Kamala Harris, and Kamala Harris was my choice for president. Like, if she stayed in the primary, I was going to vote for her. Wow. Um, and I, but I'm very, I voted for Elizabeth Warren this time, and I'm very happy that I did. Yes. uh, Because they were all great. Um, but so I was. So it's, but the thing is like when she dropped out, I was like, okay, I'm sure she's first. In line for mm. Vice President. Um, but when the news happened, I sat on the corner while on the clock at work and just sort of sat there for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I hope my boss ain't listening. I was going to say no one said anything to you? I hope my boss ain't listening. I hope not. I hope not. But I still like pass out everything I need I'm to sure pass you out. Can. You know, I you know, but uh still I, I took my time because I was like, no, I'm going to savor this moment and, yes. and see what everyone is saying, see the excitement. Like we have such an accomplished, amazing person on the ticket, and it's it's I'm just very excited. The first black and Indian woman, I know. like it's it's, it's gonna be amazing. We are gonna have a, a woman vice president, I know. a black woman vice president, an I Indian know. black woman vice president. I know like, this is just so cool. And and not just all of these things obviously like she's also someone who is just so smart and, and knows what she's doing and so tough. And Mm -hmm. I think it's just, I'm just, I'm really excited. I'm, I'm very inspired. I, I'm very inspired by, you know, since the awfulness that was the, you know, what happened on November 8th, 2016, how, how gung ho people are, how ready people seem to be. And, and it just warms my heart. Like people are, they're fighting, they're fighting, they're fighting. And, Hopefully, it things turn out good. I hope that. I, th- as well. I think. I think. I'm hopeful. Yes. Cautiously I'm optimistic. cautiously
1: optimistic. Um. Yeah. Sorry. I'm. I'm not worried. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but no. I'm more excited than worried for sure. And um, yeah. I mean, it's a, a moment we'll never forget when that announcement was was made was just like Yeah, Kamala.
0: Yeah, Kamala. It's gonna be great. <sighs> it's gonna be and I mean like anyone he picked, like, would have been a big deal because totally. he was obviously going to pick he uh, he was obviously going to pick a woman of color he, and I, he was mo- more than likely going to pick a black woman and everything. And I liked all of the women that, you know, were in consideration and yeah. everything. So so regardless it was going to be an inevitably like big moment. Right. But just still when it happened, it was just so exciting. I know. And so great. And I know. I'm, I'm thrilled.
1: I know. Over the moon. Uh well you know what I'm thrilled about? Mariah Carey's MC30, which we've, I'm sure I've discussed on here before, but I don't know that I've given it the the time and the attention that it deserves. So every week, Mariah Carey, if I mean, if you must know this because you're listening to this podcast, but Mariah Carey has been opening up the vault and releasing um, EP singles of like remixes that a lot of which were previously only available on vinyls when they first came out from each of her eras. She, eras, she started with her debut era and uh, released remixes for There's Got to Be Away and Someday and also the live debut and EP of one of her first live performances as a signed act right after Vision of Love blew up. She talks about how Love Takes Time was her current single, which is just like the craziest thing to hear. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But these remixes I've heard, but like some of them I haven't really uh, dove into. But there are so so many things that are amazing about it. But like if you haven't gotten a chance to listen to Mariah Carey's re-sung like dance remixes, you must. I would say start with the Anytime You Need a Friend Uh, dance mix the club mix is so unbelievable like vocally it's just like wow no one will ever sound this good and then also there's a uh there's another remix she does like a kind of r&b remix that she does on there that's beautiful and amazing and wonderful and she apparently they filmed a video for it that was like basically like footage that was shot in like an amusement park but just like of all mariah carey in 1983 just
0: like hanging out with her friends and it's just like Wow I did see she released wow. Like a video Never for release Of like Underneath the Stars Yes Exactly She like filmed And never came out and Yes I think it's so amazing That she Obviously she uh, Re-records her vocals For her remixes And everything yeah. But just When you think of a dance mix Remix You always think Oh someone just takes Like the vocals yes. And they kind of just like Put a filter on them And they sound like a computer And yes. they just kind of Repeat them over and over right. again But it, the fact that There is There are dance remixes Where Mariah Carey's Just singing Her fucking face Because when you listen To dance remixes Like you rarely hear Like vocals as well So just to have The thrillingness Of a dance moment And the thrillingness Of vocals on top of it Are just singing To the stratosphere Like that's I'm sure thrilling. It's just like so
1: few people at the time, especially, but even now, would take the time out to be like, okay, we're making a remix and we're going to make this a whole different moment. I like making remixes and rearranging. Like, let's have a whole gospel intro. And then the choir comes in here and then I'll be belting for five minutes at the top of my range. (laughs) And it's like, yes, 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 and yes. Yes, let's dance
0: to the gospel choir. Yes, it's a gay
1: fever dream and I love it. And I'm going to say it here because I believe it is happening. And I feel like I've had these kind of Mariah premonitions before, but not told anyone. And then they happen. I'm like, I knew that was going to (laughs) happen. Um, But I believe the reason that we have not gotten any B-sides on any of these um, EPs she's been putting out from week to week, she's making an announcement on Friday at Good Morning America and performing live. Mariah Carey is putting out a B-sides collection. All of her B-sides, uh, hopefully ones that we've not even heard before, will be released to coincide with the memoir. This is all yeah. conjecture. This is all just based on what I'm seeing from MC30 and what I know about Mariah Carey and the fact that she's spending everything fades away with JoJo, like responding to people asking for slipping away. Like, I. I just know it in my heart that damn. So they B-side, will be on Spotify. Yes, I think there will be a B side to the album. If we get there was a song that was just like you saw the title of in that like teaser trailer from Emotions, like an Emotions B side that we've never heard, mm-hmm. like "Can You Hear Me" or something, and it's like, are you gonna give us B sides from
0: Emotions? <laughs> like, are you gonna be giving B sides a- from twenty like, eight years I, ago? It's, I, so okay, no, we gotta think strategically. Yes. First. Which one are we going to push for? I think it's got to be Slipping Away. Like, are we going to do justice for Slipping Away? And it's got to be Slipping Away. And honestly, this is a Matt Steele
1: idea that I don't hate, is get a current producer to remix Slipping Away, get Ariana Grande to sing one of the verses, Uh 20th number
0: one. Slipping (laughs) Away featuring Ariana Grande? I can't even talk about it. Wouldn't and that be unbelievable? They've been
1: interacting more. It's. I feel like it's more on the table now than it has ever been. If there
0: was, if one of these B sides was featuring Ariana Grande, I, I can't talk. How about brilliant that. would that be? And
1: like, that's what Michael Jackson did. Like, they put out a posthumous album of his called Escape. Not to mention him, we don't talk about him anymore. But like, this is just a fact. <laughs> um, and the first disc was. Modern producers remixing his songs to match current times. There was a first single that featured Justin Timberlake on one of the verses. Mm-hmm. And then the second disc was just the original demo versions, like without any sort of updated production. Let's do
0: that. Mariah, or if anyone who is connected to Mariah, get Mariah on board with this if she's not already.
1: Like if we got an updated, an updated slipping, slipping, away, slipping Away featuring, featuring Ariana, Ariana Grande, Grande. Like, come the fuck on. It
0: would... It would it would it would go number 1 right it would go number 1 right.
1: maybe featuring ariana grande and drake i mean just to make sure
0: feature as <laughs> many people as many you many want. as you want as many people as you need girl but it just, will always be your song
1: <laughs> i just i just don't i just i i just don't see another way another announcement she could be making you know what i mean like what else do you have to talk about you're clearly leaving all of these out you're clearly digging into your old catalog and coming over across these songs i just I just believe that's what's happening. And I will say the other example of when I had a Mariah premonition is when I saw the cover for Obsessed and just saw the album art or the single artwork and saw the title. I was like, this is both a Mean Girls reference and a an Eminem reference. Uh, reference.
0: I knew it. Well, no, I your most it. recent premonition about Mariah is she's getting a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that was not a premonition. It was like, I heard the album, it was like, oh, she's sure, told they're getting
1: divorced. <laughs> I thought that was funny because when uh, they broke up, my friend Rory was like, oh gosh, I wonder what her divorce album's going to sound like. And it's like, sweetie, we're listening to it. <laughs> it sounds like thirsty. It opens it with cry. Like, cry. <laughs> <laughs> This sounds like
0: always somewhere, but you're not there. I for mean, me.
1: I mean, you get to some of those lyrics. The lyrics to camouflage was really when I was like, it was like the part in Lemonade when I was like, oh, they're getting divorced <laughs> before that dumb uh, twist sandcastles. I was like, oh. <laughs> all the rest of this can go. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, I think we've gotten off topic, but I'm glad I've put it on wax that I believe there's a B sides album coming, and all we'll right. find if I'm if I get pie on my face like Katy Perry in the smile video. <laughs> Did you watch the video? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Matt Steele what do you think about the song Smile by Katy Perry
0: It's
1: <laughs> I don't hate it as much as he does I Katy can do so much better. She can but it's I think it's
0: fine I don't I don't I can't I. I don't know something about it is just Too 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 to it's
1: very saccharine and very like yes on the note and like not it's not catchy enough I don't know and then like it sounds all dated production wise I get I get what there is to not like about it mm-hmm. but I'm like this is fine <laughs> <laughs> like this is perfectly fine it's not never really over but what Nothing is? is I mean but that
0: album comes out in but two like weeks daisies though. is so
1: great Daisy's is great Daisy's is great. so great
0: I I just it it just made because daisies I was kind of like oh there's there's sort of like a maturity yes. to this and everything but then Smile I was it's just like, like oh we're one step forward two steps back you know yeah. and I, I I don't know how I feel about the whole clown thing that
1: theme has been run into the ground it's like we've all seen an album cover with a clown theme like we had Pink it, Britney did it uh, I feel like it's it's been enough it's been enough Christina did it she did the Hurt video was a clown or like was a part of a circus, and it's like it's enough.
0: I don't know, and I, I feel I genuinely like feel bad about like not liking this song. You're allowed to not like a song. I know, but I just like feel bad because I was so into Never Really Over, and like Harley's in Hawaii is really good. It is. Like, I, right, I listen I, I was great. not like totally fully into it at first. but I'm like, oh, I, I like really like it. Um, and Daisy's was great. Do you think Smells Worse than Small Talk? Oh yes, that's crazy. Yes. small S- talk S- to see, me. Okay, <laughs> small talk is just like pure chaos. And doesn't uh, it's it's small talk is chaos, <laughs> but at least like we tried chaos with with small talk. I at, mean, like smile to me is just like you. Oh, you just like banged out this melody that's like two notes that real easily. Like I don't know, like, especially because never really over is and a master. It is just such an a fascinating, enjoyable melody, and yes. and then smiles just like. It's just like, come on. I believe in you, Katie. I feel like
1: I'm excited for the album. We'll be listening to it in less than two weeks now, and I'm sure there'll be hits on it. Um, This isn't Shade, Sonic hits, not chart
0: hits. Okay. You
1: know what I'm saying? I'm sure there'll be great songs on it. I don't know how it will perform, but. I'm excited for it, and I do think this is a little lackluster for putting all our eggs in the smile basket as far as, like, this is the first real single before the album comes out. It's like, I don't know that this is strong enough for
0: that. I'm tired of hearing something is the, f- oh, no, this is the first <laughs> real single. It's because
1: single. we're in a singles economy now. Everyone just throws out singles. And the thing is, honestly, Katie should have had her album ready when Never Really Over came out, and we um, wouldn't be in this predicament. Because it's like, that was the first single. Yeah, that And it's number one on the track list it's like, girl.
0: Oh, no, so Never Really Over is on this. single. Oh, the it is
1: the first song <laughs> okay, on great, the album. Great. Small Talk is not
0: on the album. It's, I don't know
1: if Harley's in Hawaii is. I it, think it
0: is. It's so interesting because, like, the visuals for Never Really Over are so different from Smile. And right. even Daisy's is different from Smile. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I guess it's hard to have visuals, like, perfectly match when you're, like, stuck in quarantine. Exactly. But and you're, like, nine months pregnant, which that's she also true. is. That's yeah. true. Um... Yeah, I'm so, uh, guys, I'm Not sorry. For you. It's I'm okay. Sorry. You're,
1: allowed, you're allowed to have opinions. I think that's okay.
0: Yeah, but I wish I could smile.
1: Oh, well, smile. you know. Maybe
0: nice. I'll smile for the whole album. Yes. We'll see in oh, our probably. album review. We'll
1: yeah. see. We'll see. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast this week. I feel like it was a fun one. Yeah. Um, it's make, always a fun one. I mean, yes. Okay. Well, I'm being yelled at. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Matt Palmer Music. And I, it's Matt Steele. And at 2 for both of us. Go to patreon.com slash 2 mats for extra bonus content from us. Go to youtube.com slash 2 mats for our you know, YouTube videos. Duh. And uh, we duh. love you all. <laughs> duh. And we love you so much for listening. And thank you. And we'll talk to you super soon. Bye. Bye.